answering all your real estate questions right here. Ask Connie. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Estate Today. On this episode, I have Matt McCarthy from Leader Bank. Hey, Matt. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. Hi, Connie. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, this is awesome. Thanks so much. We, today, we will be discussing some pre-approval basics. So, But first, before we go into it, I just want to know a little bit about you, and I know my listeners want to get to know you a little bit. So tell us how you got started in the business. So I, I graduated from college. I went to Tufts University, and then I played hockey in Europe for three years. And when I came back, uh, I started off in real estate, actually. And my father, who's done mortgages for 20 years, said, come help me out, do this for a while, I'm, I'm very busy. And I, and I kind of hopped into it. I fell in love with being able to talk to people every day and, and actually helping them in the process of buying a home, I found rewarding. So it's something I, I started with seven years ago, and I, I fell in love with it, and I've been doing it ever since. Oh, that's such a nice story. It's like been in the family. There's nothing better than that. I'm a, I'm a second-generation loan officer. My oh. brother is too, actually. So. That's great. That's how I started in real estate, too. My father, always as a young child, he's always buying and selling houses. So that's kind of how I started. So it's always great to hear someone bringing it on, you know, the next generation. So today we are going to talk about the pre-approval. And what I want to get into really is really just break it up and break it down for people that are out there thinking of buying a property, whether it's somebody could be a first-time home buyer, or it could be a seller that's looking to buy a bigger property, and they're not sure where to begin. So exactly, let's start off with, well, what is a pre-approval? So pre-approval means that you've spoken to a lender. And when I do a pre-approval, I like to review your income docs and your bank statements and make sure that you actually can afford and put the down payment needed for the places you're looking at. Because it's very important before you fall in love with a house, to make sure that you can actually buy it. So right. the first step is just to have a preliminary conversation about what your goals are, what you're looking to buy, what you're hoping to put down, and then we'll go over the finances and, and review the, the income docs. So what you'd need as far as your documents, you'd want to have your W-2, a month's worth of pay stubs, and then you don't necessarily need to have the bank statement showing where the money's coming from, but you have to know if it's a gift fund, or if it's in a savings account, a stock account, we just want to make sure you have those funds. And then from there, we'll figure out what you can actually qualify for. And then we use that information to make a pre-approval letter that's going to say, you have been approved for this amount by Leader Bank. That way, when you go into the house, you know you can afford it, you know what your, your monthly payment's going to be, and you're comfortable with that. And the seller knows that that's been done too because, Connie, as you know, mm-hmm. a seller's not really going to entertain an offer with a mortgage contingency with, without a pre-approval in this market. Right, exactly. So how long, so say someone calls you or emails you and says, I want to you know, start the pre-approval, do they actually have to have a meeting with you or is there something they can start online or how does how does that work? It's really whatever they're most comfortable with. In some cases, somebody's looking at a property that day and they want a pre-approval right away. So mm-hmm. for that, it's very simple to have a phone conversation. I do the application over the phone, go through all the personal information that I need, you go over the income docs, like I said, and the down payment, and then I can issue a pre-approval right away. 
Wow. Other people want to meet in person, ask you, ask questions, and, and really get comfortable with me beforehand, and, and that's something I encourage as well. And then you can also do it online. There's a way to apply online, but I won't issue the pre-approval until I have a quick conversation just to make sure we're, we're on the same page. That's great. So, what I, you know, I, I hear this term a lot, and I know that my buyers out there hear this a lot too, is that they're you're confused about the difference between a pre-qualification and pre-approval. So can you share a little bit about that? That is well, there a difference? I've actually, yeah, I've never done pre-quals because mm-hmm. um, I think really what a pre-qual is is more of a, a conversation and without actually showing support docs. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a pre-qual is basically the same thing. A pre-approval just has a little more weight behind it because it means I've actually looked at your docs and I've, I've looked at it from an underwriting standpoint. Okay. Uh, a prequal is more so more just a preliminary conversation without taking the next step and doing an application and their credit report and getting the income docs. Gotcha. Okay. So once you meet with you or you started online, how long is this pre-approval good for? So say someone is out there, they find their you know perfect house and they want to start the process. Although, do you recommend them starting the pre-approval before they start home searching? I would strongly recommend you start beforehand because it's not going to hurt you to be ready before you actually start looking at places. Mm-hmm. And I've had a, I've had a, a number of people who who thought that they could carry a certain loan amount and you know they couldn't, and that really that was changed everything. That was a problem, but yeah, exactly, because they had already you know had their mindset on a certain place and then they couldn't cancel it. And then the other side of it is some people don't realize how much they can afford, or or with rates where they are, what their monthly payment will be. Right. So it's good, to, it's good to maybe not do the full full pre-approval, but it's good to get an idea for what your payment's going to be, what you can carry, and just kind of understand the financing side of it before you start looking at places. That way you're not surprised, and that way you really know what your options are. So once they do have that pre-approval in hand, how long is the pre-approval good for? So if they started the process and they haven't quite found that house that they really love yet, is it two months? Mm-hmm. Three months? Is that even stretching it? So the pre-approval is good for 60 days. 60 and days. when the 60 days is up, it, it doesn't mean I have to re-pull credit or, or anything like that. I'll just kind of touch base with you, or you'll touch base with me letting me know you need a new one. And I'll just say, is everything the same with your job? Is the down payment info the same? And just just update me on any changes. If you switch a position and you went from being salary to commission, um, you know that's going to change what you can qualify for and what we can use for income. So... It's more of a check-in at that point to make mm-hmm. sure things have changed as far as how it would affect your financing. Got and it. Then, and then every 120 days we'll update the credit report. But, you know, it's good to get your initial credit report to make sure there's nothing on there that's a red flag or something that maybe a debt that you share with somebody else that you didn't expect to be on there. So that's why it's good to do the initial credit report. But we can also wait until you find a place to run credit again. Okay. So it doesn't really, so you're saying, that's the question I get often is that I have a lot of clients that really are, you know, looking to buy, but they're afraid to pull that pre-approval because they're afraid that it's going to hurt their credit score every time, you know, the more time goes on. And what you're saying? Yeah, what I like to do is I I pull credit the initial time and the credit report's good for 120 days. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's that's a lot of time, but if, if we go past that, I like to, to hold off on pulling credit again until you find a place. But it's good to do the initial report because, one, I need to know all the debts you're carrying. 
and two, if there's something on there, a judgment, um, something a, little, a loan that didn't get discharged, um, you know, maybe you're on a loan with a parent that you didn't know about, and these things would really affect your debt-to-income ratio, meaning what you can carry. So that's why it's really important to do the initial credit report, and then after that, I like to wait until you 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 you're seriously looking and you and maybe even find a place before I run it again. Got it. Got it. That's very helpful to everyone that's out there listening because it really can get confusing. And, you know, you know, we've said this many times, it's a really important decision buying a home and, you know, the information is not readily available, you know, so having this info right now is really great for those that are out there. What are, what are, are there any steps that you can do? Let's say general steps that you can do to get the best possible rate. Is there sort of, so, so the rate is determined. Do you say the best possible rate, Colin? Yes. So, so your rate is determined by the down payment. Um, so that's your loan to value and your credit score. And there's a couple other factors, uh, such as loan amounts that I can get into in a second. But a lot of people think, you know, I make X amount of dollars, I should be able to get the best rate. But right. Qualifying is one thing, and then the rate that you get is another thing. And the rate's determined by your your, your down payment and your credit score. So to get the best credit score, you really want to have ideally over 740 credit. Mm-hmm. And, and how you do that is you keep your balances on your credit cards relatively low, like under 30% of what the high level card is. Mm-hmm. And you also want to have a couple of cards active. I, I've had people come to me and say they think it's a great thing that they only have one card, but a lack of a lack of debt is actually works against you and can hurt your credit score. So you want to have a couple active cards and you want to kind of try to keep your debt closer to the lower end of what your high limit is. That will help your credit score. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's good information for people out there trying to, you know, do all the steps and everything that's needed to make sure that they are able to qualify for a loan. So why don't we talk a little bit about, to wrap it up, just a little bit of the current mortgage rates right now. We're in the summer of 2015. We're in the month of August. Well, we're heading into September. So what's the what are the current rates right now? What are you seeing? So for a jumbo mortgage today, I locked in jumbo mortgage at 3.625. Wow. APR was 3.71. Uh, there was a credit for most of the closing costs, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then conforming rate is about an eight higher, um, which is 417 loan amount and under. Uh, jumbo is 517. Uh, 500 over and over that. So it's $517,500 and over is a jumbo. Mm-hmm. And then um, the arms are in the twos for the 5-1 arm, and the 7-1 arm is also in the high twos, and then uh, the 10-1 arm is in the low threes. Wow. Incredible. It just makes more sense than ever to buy rather than rent. It's a great time. I mean, the payments are so low that it, it definitely makes more sense to buy than rent. Plus, yeah. You get to write off the interest, and you're paying down principal with every payment. So it yep. makes a lot of sense. Oh, my gosh, exactly. So this is great info. I really want to thank you so much. Why don't you tell our listeners how they can connect with you, give them some info on where they can find you. I'm also going to leave the link on my site with your information. Perfect. Yeah, so my, my cell phone number is the best way to get me, 617-620-9278. And my email is Matt. McCarthy, M-A-T-T-M-C-C-A-R-T-H-Y at leaderbank.com. Awesome. Thanks again for joining me, Matt. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Connie. I really appreciate it. No problem.